Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I want to talk about something that I discussed last week at MGMA's Medical Practice Excellence Leaders Conference. If you missed it live in San Diego, there's still an opportunity for the digital experience coming up in two weeks. If you uh, missed the opportunity, it's uh, well worth your time to get some ideas from uh, some of the thought leaders out there and what to do with your medical practice as you uh, try to recover from COVID and everything else that's been going on lately. I want to talk today about what we're doing to cause no-shows. And I think you know, so often we think, you know, that dang patient and the problem is always out there and it's out of our control. And if the patient just show up and, you know, and, and it's easy to just push the blame and the responsibility out there because we can't control it and not worry or think about it. I want to talk about at least two ways that as medical practices, we cause no-shows. And the first one I want to talk about is the uh, data I'd encourage you to chart for your practice. And what I would do is I'd go back and get historical no-shows. Uh, what I want is I want a percentage of no-shows. And that's what I want to graph on the y-axis. So you might have 2%, 4%, 6%, 8%, or whatever going up your y-axis, percentage of no-show appointments. And the interesting thing or the key to this chart is the x-axis, what I want to do is I want to plot the number of days from when the appointment was scheduled to the date of the appointment. So if the appointment was scheduled, you know, today and it's, you know, a week from Friday and that's 10 days or 13 days or whatever it is, it's, I want to know between the date the appointment was scheduled and the actual date of the appointment, how many days passed. And I think if you plot that, the first thing you're going to see is that no-show rates will increase over time. And you think, well, why would that happen? Well, um... I, I did this for a dermatology practice, and I think what would happen was, you know, somebody would have, um, say, a rash or an itch or something, that a, a skin issue, right, that um, they call and they say, well, we can't get you in for two weeks. Well, what's the patient going to do after they set the appointment from two weeks from now? They're going to, you know, hang up and, tr you know, try to find a practice they can see them sooner. And so the longer we drive wait times, longer it takes to see one of our providers, particularly in the very specialty specific, very geographic location competition, who's out there specific, uh, that the longer it takes to see a patient, the typically the, the higher the no-show rate. Uh, folks are going to forget. They're going to see somebody else, whatever. But the, the interesting thing this chart showed was from an orthopedic group in the Midwest. So again, y-axis is no-show percentage. X-axis is how many days between the date of the date the appointment was created and the date of the appointment. And in, in the chart that accompanies this podcast, you can learn your seven times tables from it because, you know, it spikes a little bit at seven and 14, more at 21, especially at 28 and 35 and 42 days from the date the appointment was created to the date of the appointment. And what was happening as this orthopedic practice dug into it was uh, there was a provider that would say, hey, if it still hurts, come back and see me in four weeks. So what's the patient do? Well, it's kind of hard to get in to see this provider. It takes a couple weeks to get in and see him or whatever. So I'm going to make sure I got an appointment if it still hurts. So I'm going to, you know, make an appointment as I go out, you know, check out or whatever. And if it doesn't hurt, the doc says don't come back. So I don't come back. And I mean, we're doing the patient's doing just what we tell them to do. And seeing that chart and seeing the seven times table spikes at 28 days and 35 days and whatever helped change the way we phrased. And we had this physician phrase the situation to say, hey, if it still hurts in four weeks, you call and we'll make sure we get you back in and we'll get you taken care of. We don't expect you to have problems, but if you have problems, we'll get you in and taken care of. You don't need to worry about creating an appointment. We'll take care of you. And they could uh, drive the no-show rate down by doing that. So uh, plot that and see what you get. Y-axis is, is the percentage. X-axis is how far out did I have to schedule and see what it teaches your practice 
about no-shows. Second idea. Uh, same orthopedic practice, actually. Smart practice, right? What they do is they say, hey, when we schedule a surgery, we're going to schedule a post-op visit because, well, we know that it's hard to get in with our providers. It might take a couple weeks or whatever, depending on the provider. So we're going to make sure that um, uh, the protocol is when you schedule surgery, you schedule a post-op visit X days out or whatever, depending on the surgery and the provider's preference and all that kind of stuff. And then what would happen was, for whatever reason, they didn't get off their Coumadin, they didn't get pre-auth, or whatever happened, the surgery gets canceled, right? Well, the surgery get canceled and the pre-auth, excuse me, the post-op visit would not get canceled. And so, I mean, we're guaranteed a no-show, right? I mean, we just line up a no-show in the schedule there because, you know, it's post-op for surgery. It didn't happen. So what we did is we said, all right, this is you know, one more thing. Your practice management system knows and it's not telling you. So the practice management system knows I've got a post-op visit out there and it knows, um, and maybe that's by an appointment type. And you also have an appointment type that says, all right, this is a uh, some kind of surgical appointment, or maybe you can look at it by location. It's not an office location. It's in a hospital or an ASC or whatever. I know I've got a surgery. I know I've got a uh, post-op. And then what you do is you say, I'm going to look for post-ops where I don't have a surgery. And so I'm going to look for a post-op appointment type, and I'm going to go back you know, two weeks or whatever the X is to look back. And then I'm going to say, hey, if I've got a post-op visit and I don't have a surgery to post-op, I got a problem. I got to go cancel those appointments and I'm going to find availability, see patients sooner, see patients that need to be seen sooner. It's a win for the patients. That The lack of a no-show, right, is going to help providers that are based on RVU, uh, compensation or productivity, those kind of things. And it's going to... Um, hopefully make the, the whole clinic run smoother without having to deal with a no-show that we could have prevented. So the question for today's podcast is, what are you doing to create no-shows? And what are you going to stop doing to reduce your no-shows? Think about it. I think there's issues out there that can help practices. I hope these big ideas podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.